0: Welcome to Unity of Tucson. We've had five Sundays this month, right? This is the fifth Sunday of January, the final Sunday of the month. And this month, our theme, our focus has been faith, one of the 12 powers, um, as Charles Fillmore uh, basically create, I mean, he didn't, here's the thing, he didn't create the 12 powers, he didn't, he, he kind of synthesized them into a book. And um, so we're looking at the 12 powers each, each, each month. This month, it's been faith. And I want to start off with, you know, as I often do, I want to start off with a question. The question is this, how have you been conditioned to see the world? How have you been conditioned to see the world? Just a good question for contemplation because sometimes I think we could do a little bit better with questioning our conditioning. Part of our journey, the journey for many, and and I often see this in my role here, and in, in, not just here at Unity, but in my life as a minister. Because you know, the thing is, people find out you're a minister, and they're like, well, let me tell you about all the things in my life that I need spiritual guidance on. And I'm like, yes, I'm a minister 24 7. I'm a minister in every aspect of my life, wherever I go, I'm a minister. And that's okay. That's the life I've chosen, and I am grateful for that. But do you ever think about, I'm a surgeon? Well, let me tell you about the things that I need to have changed in my body. Can you imagine if somebody said that? (laughs) I'm a nurse, right? Let me tell you about all the things that I have to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. So part of our journey is moving from fear to faith. Always working to move from fear to faith. We can look at the circumstances of the world. We can look at all the circumstances of the world and allow ourselves to devolve into fear. And I do mean devolve into fear. But I would like for us to really take, the char- to take charge of our lives and start to evolve into faith. Because here's the thing. If you are devolving, that is moving in the direction of oblivion. If you are evolving, you are opening yourself up as the infinite moving from fear to faith is a spiritual journey and it is it is an inner journey it is finding that which is within and perhaps trusting it a little more and a little more and a little more when we engage in our spiritual work and that is when we are actively Turning our attention to the inner life. Seeking within. What I think, what I have found, and I'll, you know I, I I'm using we, but I'm going to talk about me um, just a moment because what I have found in that journey is that what I am thinking, what I am believing, and what I am feeling within is reflected in my world, in my experience, in my circumstances. No matter what. All the time. And it never ceases to amaze me. Because here's the thing. If I have an inner dialogue that is defeatist, then what I will experience in the world is a defeatist experience of the world. And so the journey is moving from that to faith, to know that all is well. Stephen Covey Offered this quote We see the world not as it is, but as we are, or as we are conditioned to see it. And so that goes back to my initial question How have we, how have you, how have I become conditioned to see the world? Do I give more weight to fear, or do I give more weight to faith? It's a choice. It's a choice. A lot of people don't think it's a choice, but it's a choice. In, in class on Wednesday night, we talked a lot about these choices. Now, the, the, the lesson that we read in Lessons in Truth was, ready? I, this, the title of this lesson always makes me laugh. The lesson is this. Bondage or liberty? Which? Bondage or liberty? Which? What are you going to choose today? Because we get to choose if we are living in bondage, or living in liberty. The conditioned mind is actually a form of bondage. The conditioned mind is a form of bondage. And until we question the conditioning and perhaps change our mind about the conditioning that is not working for us, we will continue to be bound in that which is not working for us. Now, the thing about conditioning and the thing about this study that we're engaged in and the thing that one of the primary topics of this conversation on Wednesday night was to basically say, you make a choice, you are bound by that choice. And we're always making choices. We actually can't live a bondage-free life. It's asking yourself the question, what am I allowing myself to be bound by? Am I being bound by love or am I being bound by fear? because your life will unfold accordingly. We envelop ourselves in conditioning, right? Oh, feels comfortable. Feels so good. Even the stuff that we don't really want to experience, sometimes we wrap ourselves up in it because it's like, oh, I'm so used to this. I'm so used to not feeling good that it feels good. I've had that experience in my life. Here's the thing, comfort never creates. Comfort never creates. When we are bound within our comfort zone, we are not engaging the creative spirit that is the essence of our being. And this takes me to my Saturday workshop that started yesterday. Because one of the big topics yesterday was to say, be willing to move and press against your comfort zones. It is an uncomfortable thing to create. But when you do, oh, what a magnificent thing unfolds. And so I have a group of artists who are actively pushing against their comfort zones on Saturday. So we find comfort in the known or our perception of the known. We tend to spend a lot of time in the past because that is what is known spent a lot of time in the past. In that past, idea is comfort. But we are not ever bound by our past except to the degree that we allow ourselves to be bound by our past. The more we root ourselves in past paradigms, the more we condition and continue to condition our mind. Yet when we find that space within to let go of past conditioning, I think what we find is that each and every one of us is infinite potential, infinite potential, infinite possibility, infinite probability. We find infinite freedom in what can be, by not defining it by what was. We are constantly becoming more of ourselves. And what is it that we are becoming? Well, our infinite selves are God, we are God, we are divine, we are that infinite power and presence. Can you root yourself wholly in that frame of mind? to allow that to become your conditioning. We have a tendency to let that fear rule. But we're not afraid of the unknown. We're not afraid of the unknown. What we are afraid of is letting go of what is known. That is not fear of the unknown. It's fear of letting go. It's fear of not feeling like you have a safety net, but you always, always can rely on spirit, the infinite Inner nature that is you. There's a lesson that I learned many years ago. Um, my sister and brother-in-law have, well, they used to do this thing. They used to have a party every summer in June, end of June. They called it the pre-monsoonal. My brother-in-law is in the room, and he does not know that I'm talking about this today. I'm not calling you out, though. Um <laughs> here's what I loved. So I, I, I lived in California when they were doing this, and so I really only, I think I only made it to the pre-monsoonal once. But boy, what a party. <laughs> because, you know, they were young parents, and they brought all of their friends who had young children, and it was like the kids would go out in the back. And now my sister and brother-in-law, at the time at the house they were living, and they had this jungle gym set, like swings and things and all this stuff, right? And... At the pre-monsoonal party, they would like get everything, they would get the water hose going and they'd get everything kind of muddy and all the kids would be out there just going for it. Just woo, yeah, right? No fear. Gosh, we should be like children. No fear. They would just keep going and swinging and get muddy and just dance in the fake rain from, you know, and, and that was the whole thing. It was like, we're going to create the fake rain so that we can draw to the desert the real rain. Something really lovely about that. I loved that experience and it was a great teacher for me to say, why am I always living in fear? Where did I learn that I should not be as free as those children? Something taught me that, but do I have a willingness today to let it go? What can we do? How do we do that? You know what? Here's how we do it. We remember who we are. When we remember who we are, how can we be rooted in anything other than faith? How can we be rooted in anything other than love? What is there to fear when we remember who we are and understand that the core of who we are, that infinite power and presence, that spirit, that God is the same that we see in the faces of every single person we encounter. There is nothing to fear in that. If we truly believe, as we teach, that there is only good, and a lot of people have a problem with us saying that, but there is only good, that there is only God, then what have we to fear? I say nothing. The spiritual journey is rooted in the promise of some greater experience or expression. A lot of people call it enlightenment That's one word that is used. But here's the thing, why do you show up here on a Sunday? That's a rhetorical question. (laughs) It might be for the coffee. Don makes a good pot of coffee. It might be for the music. It might be for the message. Ultimately, I think we show up in these kinds of experiences because it is tapping into that within us that knows there is some greater expression and experience available to be had. And we want to let go of everything that stands in the way. There is that something greater in each of us than we have ever been conditioned to believe in the Wednesday class, we're reading a book called Discover the Power Within You by Eric Butterworth. I love the writings of the Fillmores. I love Emily Cady. I love many of, the, uh, many of the luminaries in Unity and in the New Thought movement. Eric Butterworth is my favorite. I just, I love his writing style, and how he makes it so approachable. Spirituality can be really hard, right? Eric Butterworth makes it so easy as far as I'm concerned. But he, in the prologue, it's a one-page prologue, he offers a story in this this book that we're studying. And I'm going to paraphrase the story because I could read the whole thing, but it would get too long. There was a time when all humans were gods. This is a Hindu tradition. There was a time when all humans were gods, but they abused their divinity. And so Brahma, the chief god, took away humanity's divinity and hid it. He wanted to hide it where they would never find it. And so he called to him a council with all the lesser gods to consider the question of where to hide humanity's divinity. We could hide it deep in the earth. No, They will dig down and they will find it. We can hide it in the ocean. No. They will learn to dive the deepest waters. We can take it to the top of a mountain. No. They will eventually climb. The council considered because they didn't know where. Any place they could consider it being hidden, what they knew is that humanity would eventually find it. Then Brahma had a thought. Here's what we'll do. We'll hide it deep down within them. They will never think to look for it there. (laughs) And that's the way we tend to live our lives. We tend to think coming to church on a Sunday is going to be the thing that helps us find God. But here's the thing. What I would love to do some Sunday is put a mirror in each of your seats so that when you sit down, you can take a look at the mirror, and I can say, Look in the mirror, there's God. The legend does conclude that humanity kept going up and down, climbing, digging, exploring, searching, searching, searching for something that is already within right here, right where we are. And that's what led me to the title of today's message. Y'all get the Friday email? How many of you know Latin? <laughs> Nobody knows? A little bit. The title of today's message is a Latin phrase. It was tra- it's translated, uh, it, it translates, I, I will translate it for you. It's a quote of Perseus, who was a Roman, uh, Roman poet and satirist. Ne te quesiveris extra. I don't speak Latin, so if I'm saying it wrong, too bad. Close. Ne te quesiveris extra. What that means is, do not seek for anything outside the self. Do not seek for anything outside the self. Now, there's an irony. I came across this phrase as it is the first line to open Ralph Waldo Emerson's essay on self-reliance. So he writes an entire essay on self-reliance but opens it with somebody else's words. Think about that. <laughs> and actually, like I actually really did think about that when I was studying Emerson. I thought... How do I reconcile that he's talking about self-reliance, but I'm going to use this other person's words. How do I balance that in my own life? And the thing is, oh, find balance. That's the key, find balance. One of the great difficulties in living this life is feeling like we are alone. And sometimes if we are rooted in self-reliance, we can start to feel lonely and alone. We can find the balance and welcome the words of other people, which is why I'm loving that I get to hear the voices of different people in our community every week because I never wanted this ministry to be only about what I have to say as a minister. That's ridiculous. You all have minds. You all have hearts. You all have thought. And you should all be speaking up and making these explorations in their spiritual substance that is the core of who you are. And so I can say, yes, I will take and accept these words of Perseus, ne te quesiveris extra, and I can adopt them in my own life and root it in a sense of self-reliance. And new thought teachings, the teachings of unity, the philosophy, the principles, reinforce this idea that we should be on the journey We should always be on the journey, never let it be limited by anything in the world of form. None of us is in this life alone. And so seek with your neighbor, deepen with your community. When we seek within, when we seek within what I believe and what I have found, is that we find the interconnected nature. We find that which connects us. We deepen into that sense of wholeness. We remember who we are. And isn't that ultimately why we show up here on a Sunday? That's why I think we really show up here on a Sunday, connection, connection. Unconditional love and support is what kept me in a spiritual community when I was first introduced to this thing called spiritual community in this philosophy. And while we encourage an inner journey, we absolutely encourage an inner journey, I'm gonna encourage us all to find balance with the understanding that we are never without because we are part of something more, wholeness. So hop on that jungle gym of life. Let go of the fear that holds you back. Let the inward discovery of your God self, your God essence, translate into an outward expression free of fear. Because what have you to fear when you know who you are? Dance like nobody's watching. You ever hear that? I'm gonna change it up. Live life like nobody's watching. Live your entire life like nobody's watching, nobody's judging, nobody's offering an opinion, and live free of fear. You are worth it. And so it is. Namaste. Yes, yes. Oh, I know who the, I know who's, who's, who's bringing their homework next week. Here's the homework for next week. Take the journey inward. Take the journey inward. Each day, there's a series of questions I would like you to ask yourself every single day when you you wake up. And these will be in the email. I sent an email to Tyler to make sure that these specific questions (coughs) are in the email that will uh, go out tomorrow. Number one, what is one thing I definitely believe? Two, why do I believe it? Three, Does it serve me to continue believing it? Four, if I don't wish to continue in this belief, what can I replace it with? What is one thing I definitely believe? Why do I believe it? Does it serve me to continue believing it? And if I don't wish to continue in this belief, what can I replace it with? Explore these questions and see what happens.